Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. I'm on time today. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing? Santa Claus getting ready to come to town. Merry Christmas to everybody. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com, and I hope you're having a wonderful, fantastic, super great, awesome morning. Uh, You know what? I'm in a good mood today. I'm going to spend the afternoon with my oldest, uh, who is back home from college, and is going to be here for a while. Most of the colleges in the country uh, aren't going to come back till the end of January. Vaccinations and flu shots and everything else uh, required social distancing. And uh, only uh, this is the latest that I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, listen, we're going to give you a group of kids that you can hang out with. Yeah. Yeah, that's their, that's their <laughs> that's the college's great idea. These are the only kids. We, we, we only, Just hang out with these guys. In the attempts to, uh, I don't know, try to, they're going to try to open the campus up, I guess is what they're going to try to do. And again, the kids really, uh, for the most part, have an easier time with it. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I'll keep you posted a, as it happens. Uh, just just kind of waiting to see uh yesterday the electoral college uh joe biden uh is now uh you know i guess the unofficial winner still some legal moves left there but listen i told you i told you this already and i'm not a lawyer uh and i didn't sleep at a holiday inn but i do know how to read and, and I've said this many, many a time. I believe that I'm at least of average intelligence. The way the laws are written, it would it, it was going to be very difficult. It was going to be very difficult uh, the way the laws were written. And I've said this all along. I think President Trump should continue because we need to clean this up. Right, and, and I hate when I hear these guys sit there and say, oh, well, you know, election fraud's been going on for a long, long time in this country, which it has. It absolutely has. Why? I don't understand why we don't strive to be better. Uh, it's the same thing uh, with shutting down uh, the economy. Give, tell the business owners what they need to do, and they'll do it. Listen, we're resourceful people. We all want to stay open. We all want to stay open, and 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 of course, uh, the logic behind it really doesn't add up because they said, believe it or not, outside of going to Walmart, the most likely place you're going to get COVID is in your home. So when you close down stuff, <laughs> right? What happens? Right? You stay at home more. I don't. You know. I don't. What do I know? Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, we've got a big rally today uh, in the gold and silver markets uh, as stimulus talk is back. Looks like they're actually going to pass something. Maybe, possibly, fingers crossed, 
double key locks, no trade backs before they head out for Christmas break. Now, this is going to be the small stimulus. And it appears that somehow they've got to get it done in two bills. I, I don't know why. We'll see if that changes. But the first piece of it is going to be more unemployment. Okay, so right now, uh, a lot of people at the end of the month, they're out, they're, there's no more unemployment. Okay, obviously, we know the problem that that would be. Plus $300. So you get your unemployment check, plus $300. That's a part of it. Uh, PPE loans. or No, wait. PPP loans. Sorry, not PPE. PPE is like the face mask and the gowns and the uh, protection for the COVID. PPP looks like about $300 billion for small businesses uh, that are hopefully will not have to close. Now, we'll, we'll see. Again, remember the last uh, time they did this, uh, came to find out, right, the banks, what a bunch of shysters, right? They wanted to make sure their bigger guys got it and, and wouldn't process. Matter of fact, uh, my bank, I couldn't get them to do anything, nothing. And I filled it out the very first day within an hour of it, being available from my bank. I had filled it out and sent it in. And I ended up using uh, a little bank no one's ever heard of in West Virginia uh, to get it done. If, uh, if that comes to fruition, I will say this, all you business owners out there, I don't know if it'll be better this time around, and I'm assuming that's if it happens, but it does look like it may. If you're not having any success with your bank, call down here. Call down here, and I will give you the number to the bank in West Virginia that I used. And it doesn't matter which bank you use. I mean, uh, obviously, it's more convenient if it's in your own bank, but it worked out just fine for me, and I'll gladly share it uh, to try to help people. But that, that appears to be the first piece of legislation. I'll talk about the second piece, and then I'll tell you, hey, what's not in it this time around? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. We're working. We're chasing. We're almost ready. Uh, got a, a great special we're, we're just putting the final touches on. I'll get to it uh, by the end of the the by the end of the break here. By the end of the break, uh, let's just say it's something where I remember I've run this once before in 17 years. Uh, we're going to run it again today. Uh, we've been chasing and chasing and chasing, and and I and I we called everybody from Florida to California and everywhere in between. Uh, just, I mean, Brooke just secured the last piece of this uh, about 15 minutes ago. So uh, we're going to put it together. That's coming up here in a minute. And the nice part is well, we have a decent amount of them too. So uh, be ready for that. So we're talking about stimulus. Gold's popped here now above, back above $1,850. Uh, silver uh, up, what, 50 cents, uh, $24.5. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, by the way, five ninety. Great, great opportunity 
even though, you know, you know my feelings about silver, but uh, at that price, you know, below $30 is just huge. You know, think about just, what, three months ago, you were paying 10 and $12 over spot. Uh, now you're paying less than 5 uh, Really a good opportunity there for you as well. But stimulus. So here's what they're talking about. They want to get a, the little stimulus done before they leave for Christmas. So they've got to like to like, I don't know, the end of the week to get something done. So they're saying we want to extend unemployment benefits and the $300 extra, right? And that's, you know, it, it, it's, I'm okay with that. It's justified. You know, these people are out of work because you shut them down. PPP loans, somewhere in the vicinity of another $300 billion, okay? The smaller, now that takes up the majority of the money. And this, this bill, it's going to be uh, like, like just under a trillion dollars, okay? The next part of that is money for the virus for states. This isn't uh, the big money. This isn't the one that, you know, when were they were, remember when they were talking about two and three trillion dollar stimulus? That's not that. But this is, hey, here's enough money uh, to buy some vaccines. Here's enough money uh, if you need more respirators or more masks or more PPE. So though that's it. Here's what's not in it. Nothing about uh, extending moratoriums on foreclosures, right? So uh, rents, mortgages, uh, and again, you may see that in states, right? Certain states may do it, uh, I, or, you know, remember the last time it was the CDC, uh, but nothing from the federal government as far as moratoriums on that, and most of them end uh, at, right after Christmas. So we'll, that's not in there. Uh, everyone gets a check. That's not in there. Uh, money for the states to supplement all the losses of revenue. That's not in there. That won't come round two of stimulus. Will not come to my guess is maybe late February, early March. There's going to be a second uh, stimulus. That one, uh, and they're waiting for this Georgia election, right? If if the Democrats win both seats in Georgia, uh, expect a really big number. So right now, this is a, a just under a trillion dollars. At least there seems to be, for the first time, possibly an agreement with Pelosi and Schumer and the Republicans uh, to give a, an additional round of PPP loans, uh, and I'm hearing $300 billion. Then I'm hearing like another $300 billion for unemployment with a $300 kicker. So whatever you get from your state plus an additional $300. In Arizona, 
if you were entitled to the maximum amount, you only get $240 a week here. Yeah, it's not very good. So with that, with the extra three hundred, you'd get five forty a week. Uh, it beats nothing, but that's that's round one. Again, another whether or not they put it in in a separate bill or in this bill, some money to allow for states uh, to buy more PPE and slash uh, the first you know, pay for the vaccines and, and whatnot that are starting to roll out. Uh, that's round one. After the inauguration, there will be a round two. My guess is in round two, in order to give uh, trillions of dollars to the states, uh, they may throw in another one. Everyone gets the check, right? I, I don't, and my guess is another extension of unemployment benefits, because that extra three, you know, the the three hundred bill that doesn't last that long. Uh, and then if if they need to do more with PPP, uh, and again, the last time was pretty embarrassing, right? All of, and and this is my problem with these huge banks now. They're so big and they're so greedy um, that they essentially were did not, you know, just didn't process anything, didn't do anything. Told you, oh, yeah, well, you're in the system. And all the while, they were cherry-picking, right? They were cherry-picking, and we found out the last time a lot of the PPP loans went to big companies. They didn't go to the little guys. Hopefully, uh, that'll be better this time around. Uh, That actually has uh, the dollar under pressure today, has gold and silver rallying. uh, But this isn't going to be the big one. Uh, This is going to be the small one. Now, right now, there is no budget for 2021. So a lot of you, if you've been going out to, to like, debt clock, and you're like, hey, how come it's not really moving too much? It's like, I think $27 trillion, Let's just call it $27.5 trillion. Just know this. Because there's no budget, what they've been doing is They've been passing bills that allow for a month, two months uh, for the government to keep operating, but they technically can't add to the debt. So that's why you haven't seen it. But believe me, once they do that, and, and this may be the stimulus agreement may also allow for them to actually pass a budget for 2021, and then you'll see the debt clock make a big jump. Right now, and I just did a back-of-the-napkin calculation uh, with the deficits that we've technically run in the first two months. Remember, it was like $450 billion, something like that. Uh, plus, you throw in um, another part of this is paid for, by the way. If they reappropriate, which I think they'll do. Uh, so this, this stimulus bill may only add like another $500 billion to the deficit. Uh, then you've got January or December's deficit number, and, and I'm coming up with somewhere around $29 trillion and change. Uh, that's kind of where it looks like we'll shake out at the end of this year, knowing, hey, we've got another, and I don't know what that number is going to be. I, I'm going to say somewhere around $2 trillion more trillion of stimulus uh, on top of regular debts. 
probably looking at a fiscal year at the end of September 2021, 32, 33, somewhere between, let's just say between 32 and a half to $35 trillion uh, will be the deficit uh, that we will be looking at at the end of 2021 fiscally, not at the end of the year, but the fiscal 2021. Uh, Also, uh, by the way, the Moderna virus has been approved uh, by the, and I don't know who it was, maybe it was the CDC, something like that. Either way, I think Moderna will get final approval for their drug uh, before the end of the week, and that drug will start shipping as well. So you'll have two different uh, vaccines out there, and and man, just a lot of crazy stuff. Did you see this thing where uh, they're saying that the COVID nineteen uh, attacks the male reproductive system? Right? Maybe maybe we're going to get population control uh, one way or the other. If we don't get if you don't get it from COVID, uh, they'll achieve it through the vaccine. I don't know. It just uh, kind of weird that that just came out. Uh, there's a, a big study, I guess, done, done uh, and it was a, a Chinese study. So, again, I don't know, but they're saying uh, that that is part of the effects that people maybe didn't know about, right? Because what's, you know, when you're thinking about, oh, I got a fever, I got a cough, uh, I can't breathe, right? I've got pneumonia. Uh, you're not maybe worrying about the reproductive systems, uh, but it does seem that. Uh, the coronavirus likes men more than it likes women, doesn't it? I don't know. 800 951 Where are we going next? What was the... Oh, oh, yeah, this one. Speaking of China, and we'll talk about the Renembi here in a minute, but apparently China has been rebuilding it's hog stockpile. Remember now, China had had uh, swine flu and all that stuff. It's driven up the cost. Soybeans and corn skyrocketing. So, you know, uh, all of a sudden it's good to be a farmer again. And, of course, this always seems to happen, doesn't it? First, let's bankrupt them. Buy them up. And then we'll have the price skyrocket. But they're saying that the price to feed animals, mainly driven by the Chinese, has now elevated feed cost and the likely the likelihood of smaller meat shipments to China in 2021. So uh, if you're in the hog business or, or the cattle business, they're saying that you may ship less meat to China next year, threatening now to shrink the profits for the livestock and poultry farmers in the United States, Brazil, and elsewhere. Even worse, the producers are getting hit just as they begin to emerge from the pandemic. The added cost and the lower domestic price for animals. So we've got kind of weird. What kind of farmer are you? If you're a cattle rancher, right, maybe you're, you're a chicken farmer, you're, you're, you're a dairy farmer, right, you're, you're uh, a hog farmer, bad times for you. If you're out there and you're doing soybeans and corn, apparently 
uh, a good time for you. They expect beef, pork, and chicken producers to have a 12% rise in the cost of feeding animals in 2021 as uh, China continues to feed their herds. And and now they're saying, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting time. I wonder what that's going to mean for the price of meat, right? If, if the feed costs go up, and yet they're saying, hey, you're going to get less for your hogs, your cows, your chickens. Hmm. Another big grab by the big meat companies coming next, probably. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we return, I'm going to have a special for the second time in 17 years. Coming up next. No, sir. 800-951-0592. We just wrap this up. So we've got 50. Five zero. We're calling this the Three Little Indians. I did this once. Uh, I want to. I want to say it was near Christmas time before. Uh, we we did this once. They're just you just can't get Indians are hard to get to begin with. And uh, the Three Little Indians. You're going to have the ten dollar Indian, right? And that's the. Uh, the the side profile of Lady Liberty's face, and she's wearing an Indian headdress. So if you look at a if you had a ten dollar Liberty, they look very similar. Except Lady Liberty is wearing an Indian headdress. The five dollar and the two and a half dollar Indians. Those are the male version of an Indian chief. And he's got the full Indian headdress on, and they are spectacular looking. And I've said it a million times, you know, my favorite coins, $5 Indian. Now those two coins, the $5 and the $10, I'm sorry, the $5 and the $2.5. I'll get it right. The $5 and the $2.5. Those were both designed by a woman named Bella Pratt. So when Teddy Roosevelt, okay, remember, remember Teddy? He did not think the Liberty Gold coins that America had been using. So think about 1866 all the way up to 1907. They weren't, in his words, majestic enough to symbolize America's rise as a power, as a superpower. And we talk about Augustus St. Gaudens a lot. Right, because he's the guy that designed the twenty-dollar gold piece, right? And we know, remember, uh, Teddy had put took in a took off in God we trust. People got mad, put it back on. Well, they also changed out the fractionals at the same time. 
the Indians were the replacement coins that went along with the $20 gold piece. Augusta St. Gaudens, he designed the St. Gaudens, obviously, and then he also designed the $10 piece. That's the uh, female Lady Liberty, and she's got a full Indian headdress on. The tail side of the coin is a an American eagle sitting on a perch. That is also the tail side for the two and a half and the five dollar. But on the five dollar and the two and a half, they used a, a Bella Pratt, and she went with the male. Indian, but she also did something that the U.S. Mint had never done before, and as far as I know, has never done again. They called it an incused design. In other words, they they carved into the coin. So the $5 Indian and the $2.5 Indian actually has grooves in it for lack of a better word. And both of all three of the coins started minting in 1908, right, to coincide with the St. Gaudens. And all the way up through 1915. And then, it's kind of ironic as we talk about coronavirus today, the first the quote-unquote Spanish flu emerged. And my uncle always used to say, don't put that in your mouth. That phrase came from that time period. And more specifically, talking about the Indian gold coins. And you got to remember back then, 20 bucks, you know, most people didn't walk around. They didn't have 20 bucks to walk around with. If they had gold coins at all, it was probably going to be a $2.5 or $5 Indian. So think about it. It's 1915, 1916, and that's probably the coin most people had in their pocket. They believed that because of the NQ's design, the grooves, that they carried the plague. So the U.S. Mint stopped minting them. In the case of the $2.5 Indian, it got minted from 1908 to 1915. They didn't mint another one until 1925. So it went 10 years without being minted at all. And they minted them in 25, 26, 27, 28, and 29. And then did not mint another one again. And, of course, 1933, gold got confiscated. In the $5 Indian piece, they did mint 
Very, very few of them in 1916 and, and stopped. Matter of fact, it wasn't even 250,000 of them. So they, they barely minted anti at all in 1916. Then they didn't mint that coin again until 1929. And that was it. So the reason why when we talk about why do Indians carry a premium? over the liberties. That's why. The two and a half, the $5 coins were hardly minted at all. And even the $10 Indian, even though it did not have the Enqs design, they stopped, min- they minted very few in 1916. They minted very few again in 1920. People didn't like it. They said, hey, an Indian's an Indian. I don't want it. And then they minted them again in 26, 30, and 32. And then, of course, gold confiscation, 1933. The three little Indians, $2,075. We'll talk more about that next. So we got 50 of the three little Indians. And that's that's huge. I mean, we're lucky if we get 50 of any of them. But to get all three of them, uh, and you're saving big money here, 30, what, $35 on the set, uh, you're going to get the $10 Indian for under $1,100, the $5 Indian for under $600. I mean, this is this is really, really exciting. I'm excited about it because in, in you just can't do it in Indians. And, and to give you perspective, the $2.5 Indian got minted for 13 years. None of them, they didn't mint huge quantities of the $2.5 Indian in in any year. But they did mint it for 13 years. Now, they had a 10-year gap where they minted none. Believe it or not, the $5 Indian got minted the least. It only got minted for 10 years. And that includes the very small mintage year of 1916 and then remember they only minted it one more time after 1916 uh, which was in I believe it was in 1929 Uh, the $10 Indian it got minted the most 14 years but two of those years 1916 and 1933 which by the way 1933 uh, none of them exist. They hardly minted any of them at all. They had very, very, very small mintage years in there. So when you really look at them as a group, extremely low mintage, awesome, awesome-looking coins. And when you think about, you know, the the the, the COVID of today, uh, running the the three little Indians here and, and knowing that uh, everyone back in the day in 1916 thought the uh, the Indians contained uh, the flu the plague uh, mostly because the two and a half and five dollar Indians 
had that in Q's design on it, uh, so it made it made it very very difficult, uh, you know, to combat that. So they they literally just stopped minting them. And then the ten dollar Indian, it fell victim. Right, it didn't have the Q's design, but it didn't matter. An Indian was an Indian at that point. Now the funny part, the silver can't stay. COVID can't stay on silver. Silver coins were just fine. Uh, the, the virus can't live on it. You know, when you think about uh, today, and you like you think about hospitals and and places, doctors' offices, uh, everything should be silver plated because the disease can't live on that. But they don't. It's too expensive. Right? They don't. And then copper is the next best thing, and of course that's too expensive. Uh, now the clad that we have, and of course now, right? What do they tell us now about COVID? Oh, cash is bad. The the plague is on it. The co- let's got the COVID. So now you can put in your own hands the first time, at least that I know of. And grant, I wasn't around in the late 1700s or early 1800s, but at least uh, that I know of, the first time American money was deemed to carry the plague. The three little Indians, you get all three in the set for $2,075. If you're going to pick these up in our Phoenix office or our Colorado office, we'll have them there before Christmas. If we're mailing them to you, I cannot make that promise. Uh, Mostly because, uh, yeah, I... I can't trust the post office to deliver anything. We had a customer uh, in Georgia. It took 10 days for her check to get here uh, from Georgia. So I can't guarantee if we're shipping it, uh, but we will have these in uh, no later than early part next. We may even have them here before the end of the week, uh, but no later than the early part of the following week. And uh, we'll, we'll be able to have those in your hands uh, before the Christmas holiday if you're picking them up in either one of our Colorado offices at 800-951-0592. Uh, got a couple of lines open. The three little Indians, the $10, the $5, and the two and a half dollar. When you get them, don't put them in your mouth. Little public service announcement uh, from the Patriot Trading Group: uh, the original money that carried the plague, uh, the three little Indians, two thousand seventy-five dollars. Uh, if you want to put them on a credit card, uh, you can do that. Uh, it will add just two percent. Uh, we we eat a percent for all you credit cards because I know how you guys like it. You want those points. Uh, you know, I wonder what you're doing with all the points. Right, especially if you have the airline points, right? Those are probably wasted away. A lot of people used to like, I know for us, they wanted to get the points to buy airline tickets or go to restaurants or whatnot. Uh, a little harder to do today. 800 951 Gold's up uh, 20, 23 bucks right now, uh, 1852 Silver is up. 55 cents now, 24.53. The Dow is up. The Dow finished down yesterday. uh, Up today as news of stimulus, more stimulus coming. 
hopefully before the Congress leaves for the Christmas break, this will what we'll call mini stimulus. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on a Tuesday. Final segment here on a Tuesday. Luis Vincent Gave. Who? Yeah, Luis Vincent Gave. He manages $1.8 billion in Hong Kong. And he runs a big research outfit out there. Uh, he was interviewed in Barron's. And they asked him what is going to be the most prominent trend after the pandemic. Maybe another reason you get the three little Indians. He said, if you ask what the most important development was in 2001, most people would say 9-11. I would say it was China joining the World Trade Organization. How about 2007? Most people would say the subprime crisis. I would tell you it was the smartphone. What about 2020? Gave said, well, the United States spent $12,800 per capita in debt. The UK, $7,000. The German and the French, $5,300. China, they only spent $1,200. The Western world has responded with massive increases in budget deficits. Well, Asia especially China, hasn't. Western policymakers have no choice but to embrace yield curve controls because they cannot allow interest rates to go back up. And the United States has joined Europe and Japan in doing just that. He goes, once the EU did it, the euro tanked. Once we're on the other side of COVID and it becomes clear the U.S. will have no other choice, the dollar will collapse. What should you invest in? What is the best investment opportunity post-COVID? Asian fixed income markets and local Asian, uh, local Asian currencies. The governments there have been broadly way more effective in dealing with COVID, and the rest of the world simply has a massive debt problem. And for the United States, how are they going to fund this runaway debt once the debt is monetized by the central bank, which has already started? It will lead to a massive and very fast inflation and massive currency debasement, and most likely both. And I have a hard time disagreeing. As I told you, look at at what I just said earlier today. Somewhere between 32.5 and 35 trillion at the end of fiscal year 2021. It's, It's ludicrous to think that we can continue down this path without repercussion. And remember, think about what Jamie Dimon said last week. Wouldn't touch treasuries with a 10-foot pole. Three little Indians. 
maybe the best three things you buy when you look back five years from today. $2,075 at 800-951-0592. Take care. God bless everybody. I'll be back for hump day tomorrow.